Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Saul Thompson. Everybody, um, hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying safe. This will hopefully not be as messy as last week's uh, <laughs> boys boys pod. That was people liked it though. People thought yeah. it was funny because we were screaming at the microphones half the time because it that kept disconnecting. Some, oh, some chaotic energy to it. It was powerful. It was a powerful episode, but yeah. it got some good reviews. So thank you to everyone who bared with us despite those connection <laughs> issues. That was a doozy. Yeah. How are you doing, John? I'm doing pretty well. I'm starting off week eight of quarantine right now. I've been working from home for now seven weeks and one day. Got some rollerblades today. Really excited to uh, bust those out. I'm I'm not gonna ride them until my safety equipment comes though, because I really don't want to go to the ER during this time. It yeah, seems like a, definitely a yeah. bad excuse to have to go to the hospital falling down on rollerblades. Yeah, definitely, definitely want to keep all the skin on your your knees and elbows. Yeah, I'm more worried about the bones. I can deal with the skin. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to break any bones. That's fair. <laughs> but but i mean i mean i'm good doing yeah. very well how about you i'm okay uh, i started the new manga today um Ooh, or technically exciting. last night at like 1 a.m but so today um yeah it's called it's called rikudo uh r-i-k-u-d-o-u it's a boxing uh manga it's about Ooh. a orphan who uh was abused by his dad and then his dad died um and then he went to live with his mother and his mom got killed by his abusive stepfather it, it's really dark but oh, basically dear. he finds boxing as an outlet to like channel his fear and it's like the only thing keeping him going it's it's really dark but it's Sounds really intense. well written and it's sad and yeah no i mean it, it's really good recommend um, it to the listeners at home i would yeah um you can find it for free online there's a site called i think it's called manga kakalot like k-a-k-a-l-o-t and they have a bunch of manga for free Cool. Um, you can read, um, yeah, and it's translated, but yeah, it's really, it's really good. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I, as we all know, can't read, so I'll, I'll pass on that, but well, maybe someday I can John, look at the pictures. Yeah. It's all pictures. I think you could get most of the story out of the pictures. Yeah. That sounds nice. Actually. Maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> John and Saul. all important facet of the podcast we are we are a fashion podcast an audio only fashion podcast it's true. however i will and i need a fit check i would love to provide one um we'll we'll switch things up a little bit we'll go top down today i have a supreme t-shirt on it's got a dog on it i think it was from spring summer 2018 maybe fall winter 2018 i can't remember the exact name of the t-shirt okay uh oh i think it might be the remember your friends t or something because it's a supreme and then it has a picture of a cocker spaniel and it says remember your friends <gasps> oh i love cockers we have a cocker spaniel <clears throat> there you go i'm repping okay. repping your dog today uh so it's a black t-shirt and i have my nike acg shorts on no baggies this time um oh. And I've got my pod and stocks on. They are fresh and clean from a scrub and uh, dried out now. So back in the rotation. Very excited about that. So classic pod fit. Yeah. I mean, that's, seen that's it a once, pretty... You've seen it a hundred times. 
Yeah, in the words of Outcast, very fresh. Or I'm sorry, so fresh, so clean. I was gonna play on that. I I do know the words to "so fresh, so clean" by Outcast. Uh, Man, could have been bad. Tragic. Might have to just cut that whole chunk out. Yeah. Or we'll we'll leave it in so the guests can roast you. <laughs> or not the guests. The listeners can roast I'm you. I'm only I am only human, John. I'm only human. People forget that podcasters are humans too. <laughs> Saul, can we get a fit check your way? Yeah, um, so I did, uh, stemming, I guess, from our conversation with Nick of Dead Stock Report, shout out Nick, uh, jump training today, um, and was so unsteady on my legs that I (laughs) did not want to get um, or go into my closet and reach up for fear of falling down. So I am rocking, yep, (laughs) I am rocking a pair of salvage denim um, from uh, Studio Dartison. Um, I think... Big news! I'm gonna switch pairs and start breaking in a new pair. Holy moly! Do you have a new pair sitting? I on do. Ice? I have a. Um, I think they're also studio artisan. Um, uh, they're called gold. Is like the the color. So the the uh, there's kind of like a yellowish hue to the to the white of the the denim, which is quite cool. cool. Um, I'm excited to to break those in, and then I'm just wearing a plain black. James Purse tee that I've had since like high school. It just lasts forever and it's comfortable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not wearing a, a sweater or anything like that. I probably should have thrown something on, but our house is getting kind of hot for no particular reason. It's um, tis the season, my man. I got a tan yeah. this weekend. Really? Yeah, I got a little color on my face now. So that's Breaking exciting. Those, I uh, have a visible line on my neck. F- oh, for from the from... sun. Yeah, not not a burn like a like a tan line, I suppose is the term. But yeah, it has begun. Damn, very exciting. That's a good one. Yeah, gotta get outside. Gotta start enjoying the sun. Mm-hmm. I'll be blading soon and listening to blade while rollerblading. Bladeception, if you will. Saul, you said we had a little fashion news today. Let's get we into do. that. Yes, for the for the God, I guess is this our second week in a row that we've actually had news. I think so. That sign is good. Good things ahead. Yeah. Um, however, um, J. Crew, uh, storied American brand, um, kind of staple of of Caucasian families everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> um, has filed for bankruptcy. Um, I think it was a mixture of coronavirus, kind of tanking sales for all clothing retailers, and just mm-hmm. maybe a dwindling creative vision as a whole. Um, you know, J. Crew's always made like quality. Well, I think their quality has maybe dipped since like the nineties, but like, I don't know. You see, it still seems nice. Oh no. I was going to say like, you still see J. Crew and you know, it's stuff is well made and it'll last. And I don't think there are any problems, but I think that they were struggling quite a bit with their creative direction and just, you know, I think that they didn't quite occupy a niche. Um, you know, they had gotten beaten out in the fast fashion realm. And then kind of outdone in like the quality, um, you know, basics almost by other brands. Um, yeah, and it's, it's you know, a little bit sad. Um, it doesn't mean that they're gone forever. But um, yeah, they are bankrupt, I guess, at the moment. Or they, yeah. they filed for bankrupt. Uh, so that doesn't, excuse me. that doesn't mean the end, but it's not no. a great sign. No, it's really not. Um, yeah. So they are kind of figuring out uh, how to restructure and and where to go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. So we wish them the best on their journey because it probably will not be a fun one. No. John? It's all. Do we have release news? We do. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out this week. Sneaker brands have continued to surprise me and probably a lot of other people in the fact that there are still quite a few releases across the brand domains. Um, starting it off today, there was a NMD that released from Adidas. I think it has a dragon God. on the back. I don't hate it. It's it's um, been so long since I've heard. Of I haven't an thought NMD about release. NMDs in a while, so it's kind of like a, those were like 2016, like shoe of the year. Those shut it right? down. Yeah, those yeah. were going for like a grand when they first came out. When yep. boost type was through the roof, I think you can get that <laughs> colorway for like under retail now. Yeah, the OG. Um, so yeah, there's like an NMD. I think it has an embroidered dragon on the back. I can't quite tell though. <clears throat> Moving forward from that, there's a couple Air Max 2090s releasing. I think that's a cool shoe. It's um, an attempt to s- show what a shoe would look like in the year 2090 by Nike. I think they did a good job. I don't think 150 retail is good. I don't think people will buy that at full retail, but it's a good like sale shoe for sure. Yeah, I also I don't actually, think that this is what shoes would look like in 2090. I don't know. At all. I like it though. I was actually considering getting a pair. Oh, um, it, they're they're not terrible. I just don't think that they've pushed the envelope. Maybe like the, the no. Air Max 2040. Like, yeah, I don't know 2090 <laughs> though. It seems a little distant. Um, moving forward from there, there is a LeBron 17 that's based off the Air Max Uptempo, which is a cool shoe from back in the Bulls days when they were the dynasty team. Scotty Pippen wore the Uptempo quite a bit. There's a Reebok Question Low in an oatmeal colorway. That's a pretty cool looking shoe. There's a new type of Air Force One coming out, the Air Force One React, that features both air cushioning and react cushioning. So those are probably going to be super comfortable. Um, there is a regional release for the Yeezy Boost 350 V2 Flax. It is releasing in Asia. So if there are any listeners over there who are interested, be sure to grab those. Uh, and then on the 9th, there are some exciting releases. There's an Air Jordan 1 Royal Toe, which is kind mm. of a remix on the Fragment colorway. So we know you're a proud owner of a pair of frags. So you can get these as their little brother. I have said this to John, but... I, I don't think we've set a concrete milestone for if, no, when. When right. we get to 25K, I will strap my fragments to a, I guess, a weather balloon. So I'll, I'll make a little platform, make a big <laughs> balloon, and I'll send my, my, my Jordan fragments into the stratosphere. That's like a waste of $4,000. I think I, you can reclaim them. Like, you know, they'll come down. I just have to go and get them. I, I suppose. Godspeed yeah. to you, my friend. And then additionally on May 9th is a shoe I'm really excited about. It's a new silhouette from New Balance. Uh, I actually tried to buy a different colorway of this but was unsuccessful. It's the New Balance 327. There are three colorways coming out of it on the 9th. They're all fire. Uh, they're like a split. <laughs> they're split down the middle. And they have one colorway on the outside and one color on the inside. I think they're really cool. I think this silhouette is going to kind of rule the roost this summer in the sneaker realm. So definitely give those a look if you haven't seen them yet and on the clothing release side of things uh supreme has a collaboration with barber coming up this week they've got some jackets hats and a waist bag they're going to be very very expensive but um well at least the jackets are 
They're doing a black, orange, and leopard print colorway, and I will 100% be trying to get the leopard print bucket hat. I think that is one of the best things Supreme has put out this season, mm-hmm. and I will hopefully be copying. Do um, you know, is it kind of the classic, is it Barber or Barbore? I always thought it was Barbore. I've always uh, heard it pronounced as Barber, but... Um, it's yeah, it's the wax jacket. So it's gonna so, be. So oh, it's like it's it's rainproof. The hat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. I'm very excited. So hopefully I can cop that for retail because I mean barber prices are expensive, but I don't think the hat will be too bad. But the jackets will probably be like five hundred dollars. So pass on those. However, that is a fire release. So if you're looking for a really cool jacket, be sure to give those a piece of your mind. So. We've talked about our fits. We've talked about mm-hmm. our news. We've talked about mm-hmm. our releases. Mm-hmm. We've got 17 questions from our friends. That is a lot of meat and potatoes. The Kings and Queens really did the most this week. In 24 hours, we were asked 17 solid questions. There were also a lot of bots in the question thing, just like dropping an emoji or telling us mm-hmm. to follow their fitness account. So shout out to all those bots talking to us. But <laughs> Even bigger shout out to all the real people who want, actually want to know something from us. Yeah. We're going to start off with a banger. Saul, Dominion or DeBob vote today? And this question uh, is brought to you by Vladimir Truckhave. That is V L A D I M I R T R U K H A E V. Uh, I'm going to start this off and saying that I hate Dominion. Um, oh. But I'm a huge fan of DeBob. We love DeBob on this pod. We do. We Big really SpongeBob do. boys. Um, I have no hate against the Minion. I think the Minion has inspired many excellent memes, so I respect the Minion. But DeBob <laughs> is always the way I'm going. <laughs> I, I have a story about this. Okay. I, I'm going to keep this brief, but this is quite a good story. So in high school, I still have them, but I have a, a pair of uh, ASAP guest guess excuse me overalls um they are too big on me um but i wore them like a couple of times and i had a a guess jeans blue and yellow striped tee like one of those ringer tees that were super popular and so i wore them together to school one day and during second period one of my friends said you look like a minion and i (laughs) right after class skipped homeroom to go home and change (laughs) oh my gosh you poor thing. <laughs> Do you still have all the articles themselves? I, I don't have the tea anymore. Uh, it got, I was it say. got like threadbare, but I, I'm sure I could dig up like a yellow tea somewhere and recreate I'd it. I'd have to get the ASAP guest minion fit pick on the, on the <laughs> IG story or on the discord for the, oh my goodness. For those who have joined, but yeah. that's an excellent story. Wow. Thank you very that's, much. That's tragic. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to our next question, very good friend of the pod, dear friend of the pod, Dom, Dom Choi, fashion boy, at Dominic DX Choi, says, why do some foods pair well while others don't? I think it's just the classifications of different food. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but you're not going to eat a peanut butter and salmon sandwich but you are going to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because they have a natural pairing. That being said, though, there you know, like peanut butter and salmon, like if you did like a peanut good. butter, 
Yeah, like glaze, like depending on how you cooked it. But like, oh yeah, yeah, disgusting. I'm, sure. Yeah, I think um, it's just uh, respecting all the different foods that pair yeah. well together. I mean, you can take sure. some risks, but hopefully they're calculated. Yeah. No, I good I, question I, though. That one, that one definitely threw me for a loop when I read it. It's like, huh? Yeah. I don't quite have the words to put it together, but it just makes sense to me. <laughs> tongue say no, tongue say bad. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, thank you, Dom, for such a good question. Another good friend of the pod, Ian at Gray O'Donohue. That's G-R-A-Y-O-D-O-N-O-G-H-U-E. It's kind of a tough one to spell. If you don't know the man himself, he asks what our thoughts are on the Kiko Kostadinov ASICs. Mm-hmm. I love them. As um, do I. Yeah. I think the... I think that's my favorite one. I think it's like the Seafoam colorway. Mm-hmm. It was yep. like a a teal blue i can't remember the model but i thought that was a beautiful shoe um kiko's killed it with asics he's uh excellent designer and i think that the asics are an excellent example of kiko's work mm-hmm. if you're in the market for a pair of asics like, oh pull the trigger pull the trigger they yeah. don't have to be kiko's but there are great models across the board. Asics is an excellent brand and they, uh, they continue to kill it and they're very underrated. I mean, you have oh, shoes like sure. the gel Light three, which are super popular, but there is, um, they have a huge, huge backlog of excellent silhouettes. They've done some really cool collabs such as Kiko. They've done GMBH. They've done a bunch of really cool brands. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, give Asics a look for sure. Yeah. I, Thank I, you, Ian. Yeah. Basically just say what you said that sums it up beautifully. Thank you. Of course. So we have a pretty big question coming up from Aaron Zuffalato. That's A-A-R-O-N-Z-U-F-F-E-L-L-A-T-O. Asks what our favorite brands are. Mm. So I'm going to let you go first on this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, So keep in mind, all of these aren't things that I can necessarily afford, but they are brands that i'm a fan of um i'm just gonna rattle them off i i won't spend favorite too much brand, time salt not favorite brands oh crap mm-hmm. um okay single brand single um brand. gotta pick one uh blue blue japan uh okay. they do a lot of nautical inspired indigo denim which kind of checks all of the the boxes for me and they're super unique um i've had my eye on a pair of um they're called bondage denim, but they're basically like uh, selvage denim pants with uh, vertical straps that you can kind of increase or decrease the amount of stacking. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, John? All right. So I just saw this as favorite brand. Okay. I didn't see this as clothing or shoes or anything like oh, that. Oh, damn it. Okay. Aldi is my favorite brand. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they are a grocery store chain i believe uh they started in germany it was two brothers and they branched off one was just german based and one expanded all around the world and uh yeah love shopping at aldi brings joy to my heart excellent prices excellent product shout out to aldi dang i yeah that, that completely blew by me Good I call. Mean, that's my favorite brand thank you um this is, I'm mad. I'm mad that I missed it. Ugh. It's all good, King. It's all yeah. good. Uh, maybe you retired from the thing that we're going to talk about in the next question, and that is vertical jump training. 
uh, a friend of ours, Three Manu, T H R E E M A N U, asks what the link is to our vertical jump program. Now we'll we'll be happy to send it to you, but for those of you who didn't ask directly, uh, it is on basketballforcoaches.com slash vertical dash jump. Yep. You can find and, it there. Oh my god, it it's destroys tough. your legs. I proceed with I, caution. Yeah, I'm a pretty strong guy, right? Mm-hmm. I, I John is too. We're, we're uh, both fit people. Like yeah. I I was not ready. No, I I could hardly walk yesterday. Yeah, like I, I was geriatric. <laughs> like, this you, is so you do bad. it. You do it every other day because I think doing it every day would be impossible. <laughs> All you need is oh a jump God. rope. Um, oh. Yeah, you need a jump rope, and I would recommend a pair of basketball shoes uh, just to keep your ankles locked in. But oh my gosh, I've never worked my lower <laughs> legs. I felt it mostly in my calves. I don't know about I, you, but I feel it a lot in my in my quads, strangely, okay. and in my butt. So I, I guess this highlights huh. kind of where we're where we're weak individually. Yeah, because yeah, my you know, calves I, were burning. I did a lot of I, I do a lot of running, so my calves are pretty strong, but I kind of lack the like explosive power that you need to like Yeah. Dump. But uh, see, I, I run like four miles at a time and my calves just got shredded. Damn. And not in a good yeah. way. Not I like also shredded. do calf presses at the gym, though. Oh, uh, I don't. Okay. That's like yeah. the one thing my gym is lacking is a calf press machine, so that's probably it. Oh, I just uh, – sorry. We're – get back on, on topic. But <laughs> anybody who wants to do calf presses who doesn't have a calf press machine, set up a uh, squat rack and just put like 225 on and just um, leave it in the, in, the, in the rack and just use the height of the, the bar and just lift it out yeah. with your calves and then settle it back in. There you go. Or use the uh, the Smith machine because then it's on yep. the bar the, or it's like hooked exactly. up the whole time and you won't drop it. Yeah. But thank you for asking yeah. a great question and letting Saul and I bring up the pain of vertical jump training. <laughs> it's been rough. <laughs> so next question from a very good friend of the pod. I think he's asked questions for the past three or four weeks consecutively, which is awesome. It's we love hearing from, yeah, love hearing from uh, our, our listeners, our kings and queens. Um Instagram user yegcap underscore is underscore dead. That is Y-E-G-K-A-P um, asks, why is this podcast not more popular and throws in a little uh, it's like classic, sad. classic frowny face? Yeah. So yegcap, I don't, I mean, I don't want to put a label on it. I think I'm really happy with the growth we've had so far. I wasn't expecting oh. us to be where we're at right now. Yeah. I think if I had to put one reason why we're not quote unquote more popular is just cause we've been around for three months. Like yeah. if we, if we were around for a couple of years, I at least hope it would be different, but um, I'm really happy. I mean, we're, we've got consistent listeners on every episode and on the Instagram that's doing really well. I think a couple of our posts hit the explore page cause they kind of blew up in the last week or so. Mm-hmm. But uh, Saul and myself are both extremely impressed with, all you guys uh, and gals showing us some support and following and listening, all that good stuff. We're, we're very thankful and uh, thanks for sticking around. It's been really fun. Yeah. It's been really encouraging to see like natural growth just happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. We haven't paid for any shout outs or advertisements or anything like that. So it's all been 
uh, you guys just showing love and uh, some of our guests and friends sharing our posts as well, which has been really kind. Yeah, it means it means a lot. It um, does. Yeah. And, you know, again, like I, I say this every week, John says it as well, but you know, this, this really means a lot to us that you guys are willing to support and, and comment and interact and, and engage with us. Truly. Um, yeah. It's, it's so cool, um, to have a community. Um, you know, we, we talked with, uh, space opera, um, check that episode out if you haven't, but he said that, you know, even within his area, um, it's hard to find people who, are interested in fashion and interested in the mm-hmm. things that he's interested in. And I think that that's a similar feeling that permeates through a lot of the the community. And it's really cool that, you know, John and I are doing this podcast, but you know, we can start engaging with that community ourselves. Yeah. That's yeah we've got out- our discord yeah. now and mm-hmm. all that good stuff or DMS are popping. We're meeting all sorts of new people. It's been great. Yeah. If anyone wants a Discord link, let us know because it changes like every two days. So just DM <laughs> us and we'll we'll send it to you. Because when when we hit 10k, we can put like the swipe up on our story, but right now we can't. Oh wait, you have to be at 10k. Mm-hmm. So GeoCasket just got it. Congrats to GeoCasket on hitting oh. 10k. And congrats to go Space to Opera <laughs> on hitting 4k. Go yeah, that's huge. Friends in high places. For real. And Meme St. Laurent hit 75K like a week ago. So I huge. Know. Everyone's killing it. Congrats yeah. to all of our all of our homies we've gotten yeah. to interview. So moving forward in the questions. Good friend of mine. Great friend of Saul's. <laughs> Morgan McClure at m.c.clure. She asks... What are our opinions on bangs? Now, for, for context, Morgan has had her hair back, I think, probably her whole life, at least as long as I've known her. I've known her for close, probably like six years. And she recently cut bangs in during quarantine and has been showing them off relentlessly. And she wants to know our opinions. Yeah, John. Considering that you are obviously not as close as as Morgan and I to each other, yes, what do you what do you think of of bangs? I'm pro bangs. I think uh, if they're done well, or you know, it's all about how you wear them. If you wear them confidently and you're like, boom, I have bangs, this is what's happening. Then by all means, go for it. Morgan Fair. killed it. Um, also, congrats to Morgan. She just graduated college and had a birthday in the last three days. It's a big couple of days. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yep. Saul, so how about you, man? Opinions on bangs? I'm pro bangs. I think bangs are cool. We're, uh, self-cut bangs, bangs are, are dangerous, are, are very dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think that they can go wrong quickly. Very but, quickly. Uh, yeah. No, bangs are cool. Shout out bangs. Come on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, John. And backpacking off of that question, um, Morgan did just turn 22 years old. She's the same age as me now. And she asked if she's now too old for Saul because Morgan and Saul are supposed to get married and get me a bolo tie, a Prada bolo tie at the wedding. So I hope the answer is no because I really want that bolo tie. But but Saul is 22, too old for you. Uh, No. Um no, I guess the one word answer. No. Nice. Classic. I'm 20. I turned 21 in, in August. Yep. 
can't wait to have that first alcoholic beverage. First one ever. Yeah. What do you, I mean, do you even know what they are? Do you know what you want your first one to be? Uh, I'm thinking a seven and seven. See, I actually don't know what that is. I've heard of those before. <laughs> I'm 22 and I don't know what that is. That is a reference to community. Uh, oh, Troy okay. turns 21 in an episode and he wants his first drink to be a seven and seven. They all shit on him for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, clearly I did not pay good enough attention because I'm pretty sure I've seen the entire show, but I don't remember that. That's my, f- it's, it's my favorite show and it's I am rewatching it. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Moving forward down the list, huge friend of the pod, Nathan at by Nathan Bell. He's been doing a really cool mood board with his Instagram. So mm-hmm. be sure to go check that out. Uh, he asked what our favorite Rick pieces and he added in parentheses, love you guys. Thank Aww. you so much, Nathan. You're the man. Uh, just keep on doing all your good stuff. King Saul favorite Rick piece. Um, so I don't know necessarily what the, the, the name is. I'm not great with names. Um, but in uh, his spring summer 2012 collection, Rick Owens was doing like a play on Seersucker, which is one of my favorite yeah. materials. I think it's super interesting. Um, and he has just a, a collection of like Seersucker, Blazer, and then like men's dresses combo. I, d- I don't know quite how to describe it. It's 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 really cool. Um, it's on Vogue. You can check it out. I, I looked into it for this question. Um, it is – it's awesome. Um, I'm very – supportive of of like gender fluidity um and i just thought it was really really cool so i don't know should i should i give a, bi- a bit of a background on seersucker i feel like i should right go for it okay i'll blast right through this but seersucker was a material that conventionally a lot of um poor people would wear because it's it's very cheap and it's very sheer um and i'm forgetting his name but a famous writer uh, once went to this really high, high end, like high society dinner party and he wore seersucker, which was kind of like, you know, it'd be like showing up in like Supreme box logo hoodie jeans and Jordans to like, you know, the Met Gala or something like com- completely ridiculous. Um, but a lot of the, the the richer folk had never seen it like worn in that way before. And it mm-hmm. took off like it became incredibly popular and kind of co-opted huh. by um, the wealthier people. Um, and now it's kind of this like essential, like, you know, Martha's Vineyard Hamptons. Yeah, I do see it as like a high society fabric. Now it's expensive too. like seersuckers yeah. not cheap. No, but it was once really kind of like the, the lowest of the low, not the lowest of the low, but it was like what you would make cheap suits out of. Um, huh. cause it was so, really yeah, so it had a similar trajectory to, um, I don't know if you know the story behind it, but like lobster, you know how lobster is like super expensive now. Yeah. And it um, used to be served to prisoners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So my my side of things, my favorite Rick piece, of course, is the marble bed. Are you kidding me? $440,000 <laughs> marble bed. It's a must cop for any true Rick head. You just got to have it. But my favorite realistic Rick piece is the Vomit Ramones in the maroon colorway, which I spoke about, I think, last mm. boys episode. Um they are a lot less gross than they sound, having vomit in the name, but they're like a drip bleach pattern on a maroon maroon, maroon Ramon, which I think just look really cool. Um, <laughs> Say so yeah. that five times fast. Yeah, I know. 
but yeah, I think that's my favorite Rick piece. It's kind of a basic one, but I just think it looks really nice and it pairs well with just about everything. So thank you, mm-hmm. Nathan, for asking an excellent question. Yeah. We've got quite a question coming up from Christian Hertel. That's H-E-R-T-E-L-L. He asks, how do I get my friends to drain with me? This is all you. I do this not is drain. all me, man. Uh, as a fan of Blade, Echo 2K, Taibo Digital, and the surrounding artists, it's tough because that music falls under the Death Grips or 100 Gex scale where it's like... What? Saw those memes about it. Calm down. It's like, if you listen to it 10 times, I promise it sounds good. So it's it's like drinking LaCroix. You're not going to enjoy it on the first listen. You might not enjoy it on the 10th listen, but all of a sudden you're like, okay, I get what this is all about. You start digging it, all that good stuff. And to get your friends to listen to it, you kind of have to start with one. And you, you got you to gotta get one, one drainer friend. Uh, I got my friend Dawson onto Blade and company. I haven't gotten any of my f- other friends to listen to it or to like actively listen to it. So I can't help you with uh, anything beyond the first step, but you got to focus on one just, uh, and they might not all take to it, but once in a while you'll be like, someone will, someone will be into it, but drain gang unite, go listen to some, some blade. Dang. I can't believe. I feel like the, the difference between, death grips which is like sort of scary edgy dudes and drain gang which is like caucasian kids in their neighborhoods <laughs> is just so large but i guess i guess the similarity is there and kind of the way that you'd have to introduce people do people categorize to. them in the same and 100 gex don't forget about them yeah i know you're gonna disagree but they are the American blade kind of. Um, but yeah, shout out to all three of those artists. I mean, I've got songs from all of them saved on my Spotify. I don't know about you guys. Interesting. Do you like stupid, do you like stupid horse, John? I'm not familiar. Okay. I think that's your homework assignment for the pod to listen yeah. to stupid horse by hundred gex. I'll go check it out. I'm, I'm intrigued by the name. So yeah. I'll be maybe it'll be my song of the week on our special guest episode coming Thursday. Yeah. Moving forward, Dom Choi, fashion boy, asks, "What is the least amount of money you'd need to spend the rest of your life not working, or the least amount of money you'd need to spend the yeah. rest of your life not working?" That's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's starting? Am I going to start? Are you going to start? I think I have an answer. I think that if... So... I would like... So I I think that just for me as a person, I would need to be doing something or creating. um, And whatever that may be would technically be categorized as work, whether it be like potting full-time, which is something that I really enjoy, but it's still something that I have to put work into. Or being, Mm -hmm. you know, a full-time photographer or or whatever. Live comfortably and then also... Um, uh, what am I saying? Uh, live comfortably, but also invest the money and make some and be able to, you know, afford some comforts. There you go. There you go. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't think I'd ever want 
at least during like the main stretch of my life, I don't want to not work. I always want to have something to do because I've, I need to feel like that purpose. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like an office job or something like that. But I think – I don't know if I have an exact amount of money, but I just want to be comfortable uh, and be yeah. able to enjoy some hobbies, things like that. And uh, most importantly, above all those things, is make sure the people who are close to me are taken care of and they aren't struggling, anything like that. And uh, in addition to that, you want to be able to give back, donate, all that good stuff. Uh, giving to charity is something that's very important to me. So yeah, as long as I can do those things, I'll be happy. So whatever figure is going to allow me to do that, I don't need any more. Okay. I think that's an awesome answer. I think that also if you categorize not working, it's really tough. Um, mm-hmm. I think if if you barred me from doing anything that could be considered work i'd want to live on a farm and like have my own farm and just be like which is still working which is still working right so like you know it's it's, hard it's a really tough question it's yeah does it just mean like sitting around because i don't want to do that i just want to do something that doesn't feel like work like potting exactly we probably work on the podcast for 20 hours a week but it doesn't feel like work Oh, yeah. Like, I, I definitely spend, like, two or three hours a day on memes, which is yeah. preposterous. Saul works really hard on memes. <laughs> I mean, we're always texting back and forth, talking about, like, different concepts, stuff like that. And we're also talking back and forth, just getting to know each other better, because Saul and I haven't even known each other for a year yet. So I consider all this billable hours to our imaginary uh, our imaginary overseer giving us our fake paycheck. When we when we finally land a deal with Complex, we'll bill them for all of the, <laughs> the hours that we've worked already. <laughs> all right, you guys owe us about six hundred hours worth of Saul and I chatting it up in the Discord with the homies. <laughs> oh my god! If I ever can bill hours for making memes of William Defoe on Instagram, that's how you know you made it. <laughs> hey man, never say never. It'll oh happen. My- Goodness. It'll happen one of these days. Yeah, if anyone knows any media <laughs> conglomerates who want to sign a new podcast and you think we're worthy, let's let's uh let's talk. Yeah, let's let's chat. <laughs> so, John, this next Saul. question, I think you know my answer to initially, so uh, I guess I I think we just ask me this one. <laughs> yeah. Um Friend of the pod, uh, and I'm gonna have to spell this out because I don't know how to. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce this one. It's at s t r l y underscore r l g n underscore official, which I can spell. um, Asks is Virgil all caps really the fashion Jesus one capital? Um, this is an interesting question. I don't really know how to tackle this because. There's a lot of different people who view Virgil a lot of different ways. Like Saul is not a fan. I think he's done some really interesting and excellent work. And I th- I look at Virgil in the fact that he is kind of this like leader of a new wave of fashion. So if you look at, I mean, I don't want to be sacrilegious or anything like that, but if you look at it that way, I suppose you could say, because he's kind of led a new generation into enjoying fashion. But, um, I would say – I won't say he's the fashion Jesus, but I'll say he's the the biggest fashion influence of our lifetimes. And not I'm not just saying on people who are interested in like high fashion, things like that. I think it's all trickled down 
and I think Virgil is affecting what most people who are interested in fashion are wearing or are interested in, in some way, shape, or form. I think Virgil Abloh has had some sort of say on that. It's a really good and mature answer. Thank you. Virgil, come on the pod. But just talk to me, because Saul will be mean to you. I, I won't say a word. I'll be pouting for the entire pod. <laughs> It'll be a one-on-one. Virgil will be like, wait, weren't there two two hosts? Like, no, not this time. You'll hear like an exasperated sigh. <laughs> uh, you would say that. <laughs> Who'd you steal that from, Virgil? <laughs> <laughs> but excellent yeah. question. That one yeah. uh, had me thinking throughout the day. So thank you to the guy or gal whose name we can't pronounce. For sure. Moving down the list, huge homie of the podcast, Sebastian Bowman or Bauman. I'm not exactly how, sure how to pronounce your last name, but you're a great friend of mine and Saul's. He asks, what is one fashion trend you'd like to see come back? And he, then he uh, put in parentheses, maybe from the Last Dance era. Uh, for those of you who don't know, The Last Dance is a 10-part documentary series that's airing right now on ESPN in the United States and on Netflix around the rest of the world. It's about Michael Jordan and his basically his career with the Chicago Bulls um, leading up to his final season, the 1997-1998 season. It's fire so far. Uh, I love it. I don't know. Saul, have you been watching it? Uh, no, but I've been meaning to catch up. Like It's so good. Right, right as it started to drop, <clears throat> all of my finals got released. Uh, and so yeah. I told myself that I'd watch it as like um, reward. Or as like a treat. A, you can have yeah, like something, something to treat. look forward to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so good, though. Um, if you don't – if you're in the States, I think you can watch it on Hulu – uh, I have Hulu TV, so that might be like special, but I can watch it on that. But I'm sure there's a way for people to find it. And they air the episodes all the time, so you'll you'll be able to find somewhere to watch it if you can't see it on Netflix. But what is <gasps> a fashion trend you'd like to see come back? I think just – I mean I look at Dennis Rodman as such an icon in the fashion mm-hmm. world. I think he is so interesting. Um, his episode – of the last dance is probably my favorite one so far. Just learning about Dennis and all of his, just his perspective on the world. Cause people see him as this crazy guy, but he just, he's interested in different things. It doesn't necessarily make him crazy or just outlandish. Like a lot of people see him. He's just a different kind of guy. Yeah. I think his ability and willingness to just go all out and mix different patterns and really not be afraid to take risks I think that's a trend I'd like to see come back because people mm. find themselves in a lane stuck in a rotation of a couple different looks, um, whether that be the overall silhouettes or exact models, like just buying a million different dunks, which I'm guilty mm. of. I think just diversifying your wardrobe is important. And yeah. uh, that it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out and spend a million dollars on it, but just... Uh, keep an eye out for something that you might not normally wear mm-hmm. and uh, give it a try. I mean, just work on building up the confidence. It takes a little bit. I mean, I have things in my closet that I'm not ready to wear yet, just on, from a confidence perspective, but someday and uh, just keep working on that and 
just stray out and be a little Dennis Rodman with how you how you wear clothes. Fair. How about you, Saul? Uh, Americana. Ooh, um, that's and a this great. Comes one. from this. It's not necessarily from the Last Dance um, series. Mm-hmm. Um, I have kind of kept up with the show through Twitter, like living vicariously through people. You can pretty much see it the show. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that Americana is really cool, and I think that it is a genre in which designers have tried to make an entrance into, whether that be Raph at Calvin Klein, and sadly, he kind of ultimately failed at it. Um, it's, it's, it was sad. I love yeah. Raph Calvin. It's, it's so awesome, right? Like, I, Everything is good. Everything is good. Yeah. Like, I love, I love, you know, like, I love it all. Yeah. Like I love acknowledgement of America and the culture itself um, Mm -hmm. and kind of fashion being this almost like living history or self-referential, excuse me, history um, through which you can express yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And Japan does Americana, I think, better than we do. Better than America. Um, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Like even like Capital, right? Capital is probably the best ongoing Americana brand. Yeah, okay. Ongoing for sure. Um, But even like the Japanese love of denim, which is like a a super classic American fabric and and Mm -hmm. things like that. um, It's a little bit disappointing to me that America doesn't honor America, right? Like we have this love for for vintage and and things from the past um, and this kind of honor of of brands back when they were quote unquote American, whether that be uh, Banana Republic back in the 1960s when they were making like outdoors jungle exploration wear which is super cool and i would heavily uh encourage anybody interested in like vintage fashion to look into this but like you get what i'm saying right like back Mm -hmm. when these brands and people refer to it but back when these brands were like quote unquote made in america um and designed in america um yeah i'm sort of sad that it's gone um and i have kind of a, a nostalgia for a time that i wasn't alive um, just in the form of like, I feel like there isn't an American look, right? You know, um, I feel like it's pretty easy to hammer down like what a Parisian fashion ideal would be or a European or even a Japanese, which has elements of Americana in it, right? Like for sure. But, you know, America is so varied and and diverse and that's not a bad thing, but, you know, I would love to see more Americana. That was a super long-winded answer, but I'm very <laughs> passionate good. about this. It was yeah. very good. Very well <laughs> said. So thank you, Sebastian, as always, for such excellent questions. I mean, the man's got an entire segment that we do each week. Yeah. So he's clearly killing it. Huge homie of the podcast. Moving on to another huge homie of the podcast, Darius Haft. Three questions uh, last week. Three, three questions, questions this week. week. The triple play, if you will, folks. Yeah. Going, that going. is uh, Darius.haft.7 on Instagram if you want to hit him up. Um, he asked the first question, have you seen Akira? Yep. Uh, people may know that as Akira. He says, if not, I really recommend it. One of the best animes ever made, period. I would agree. I think that's an excellent film. Uh, it's Kanye West's favorite film ever, fun fact. Oh. But um, – or at least it was back when he tweeted that. I think that was during the Yeezus era. So I don't know if things have changed. It's been a little while. 
but it's an amazing, amazing movie. Uh, if you haven't seen that, go check it out. I think it's on Amazon or Hulu, one of the one of the streaming services that we're all mixing up all the time. Such a good movie. I don't want to spoil anything from it, but you won't regret it. You won't regret seeing that. Yeah, we we have both seen Akira, um, and we've talked about it. We talked about it. Uh, I believe was it with Stephen of Space Opera? Yeah, and we talked he, about he undercover. Yes, yeah. that was his dream collab, which is now all of our dream collabs. That would be, yep. whew, that'd be something else. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, I'm gonna take two seconds here and plug some other anime. Um, if you haven't seen Hunter Hunter, go watch that. Um, it is, I think. 200 episodes long so if you need something to do over quarantine there you go um baki the grappler is awesome um definitely check that out i'm going to take a second and say i hate naruto uh it is way too much filler um and people get blinded by the albeit very good moments of the show and ignore the the very low lows of that show which is just all filler and i hate it oh, i um, love the filler episodes they're so fun oh Dude, I can't take 13 episodes of them racing through a forest. It's just stupid. But it's got you know? like Jiraiya and stuff. It's funny. No, Jiraiya isn't <laughs> in that part. Oh my goodness. Okay. I need to I need to stop. Um you should uh, you should also check out Gurren Lagan on Netflix. Um it's great. It's only like 10 episodes, but it's super cool. Um, and yeah, if you want any more recommendations, hit me up. I watch a lot of anime and read a lot of manga. And so if you want a recommendation of something and you're not sure what you, you would like, send us a DM. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So Darius asked a second question, which I will read out, but I will direct 100% towards Solomon Thompson. And that is, I've been interested in buying some high quality jeans. What brands do you recommend? And that is the last thing I will say on this question. <laughs> um, I will actually ask you to to, to talk here. Um, I think that you really cannot go wrong with a um, classic pair of Levi's 501s, whether they be vintage or um, new. Um, and John can also speak on this, but I think that they're a very good place to start with denim. Um, and while they may not be salvage, it's a good foray into learning how to take care of denim and how to wear it. And if you like wearing, because it's, it's not for everybody. Um, I agree. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, But if you've kind of already discovered that you like denim and you, you like the way it feels and and you're willing to kind of put the time into it, I would highly recommend salvage denim. Um, You can go on okayamadenim.com. They are a Japanese um, company that, that does all things denim. They've got, I think 14 or 15 brands under them. Um, and they're all fantastic. Um, there are different price points, but you really can't go wrong. Uh, my first pair was a pair of, uh, I think it was the heaviest, uh, material, which I think was like 18 ounces or something. It's, it's super heavy. Sheesh, uh, they can stand on their own. Uh, I'm going to look that up while I'm answering this cause I can do both, but, um, was a pair of full count denim that I bought in Japan, um, and I really liked them, but I didn't know how to take care of them. Um, I just thought they, you know, I, I'd, I'd only owned like Levi's. And so I basically destroyed them, which is quite sad. Um, but take care of your denim. Um, go through. Um, yeah, they were 18 ounce. Um, you go to the subreddit. 
Yeah, they, there's a subreddit for slash raw denim. denim. Yeah, yeah, they are the the nicest. Well, so one friendly. of the nicest communities on Reddit. Um, it's awesome. Like Reddit can be a really toxic place, but those guys are super. They super just want to educate and uh, mm-hmm. see some sick fades. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if if you're looking to get into selvage denim, go on Okayama denim. Find a pair that just looks good. Um. Read the size chart because they all fit wonky. Like I fit into a pair of thirty one from full count, but. If I bought a pair of 31 from Studio Dartison, I'd be unable to move because my legs would be like bound, basically. So just like do your research, understand that it is expensive and it is an investment if you want to go into the world of salvage denim, but you will not regret it if you are a fan of denim previously. Yes, indeed. Very well said from the denim king himself. <laughs> Dude, if I if I claim that title, I'm going to lose it. I mean, That's so cool. Out of the two of us, I think I'm going to give it to you, buddy. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll honorably surrender that title if I held it previously. I've got a pair of Levi's 501s and a pair of Elwood clothing. I don't even know what their name is, but they fit my legs quite well. They're like a smaller brand. I think their jeans are like 50 bucks they're awesome yeah um so our third and and final question thank you for the the three questions darius these have been mm-hmm. awesome um but he asks, and we we have answered this before but i guess it's it's never bad to answer it he says oh. i've been wondering this whole time what are y'all's associations with dead stock report good question um i think people don't realize that that's how we started or that's how we met each other so I don't know. I don't think we have official titles, but we're kind of a little bit of jack of all trades, especially Saul. Um, I do a lot of, or I don't do as much anymore, but I did a ton of writing captions for them, mostly captions. I did some headlines. Uh, I just provide creative input in the Slack chat and uh, just just like a part of the team. Everyone there is super nice. And uh, yeah, I've been involved in them for the better part of two years now i think mm-hmm. shout out dead stock report yeah big shouts to dsr okay john saw i can't believe this we have made it to our final question and i think we are under an hour right now we're under an hour that's insane <laughs> this we is <laughs> through these normally we're at like an hour and a half right now uh, 17 questions we're, we're yeah. getting efficient we were hungry Hopefully. tonight. We 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 went through the meat and potatoes. <laughs> we did, but we got to keep the banter up too. We can't be can't be skimping out on the flavor behind this meat and potatoes. <laughs> this seasoning. Uh, so for our last question, Instagram user at e underscore lieben l i e b e n, and I think I said that correctly, asks worst fashion trend. There's a lot of bad ones, folks. That there were, however. I think the worst fashion trend that has probably spanned fashion since the beginning of time is haters. Ooh, okay. I think the trend of trying to just put people down because of what they wear, whether that be because of their income level or just because it doesn't look like what you wear, it's lame. It's corny. We're all guilty of it. I mean, I don't think – I mean, even if it's subconsciously, we've all – looked at fits and been like, nah, that's trash. And I'm sure we will in the future, but I just, I don't think that's a great trend. I think there needs to be more positivity in the world of fashion and more Mm. acceptance. Um, I think we can all do a little better at that because 
every article of clothing was made by someone. Like someone thought of that design, whether it's the most creative thing in the world or if it's a super basic, someone put the effort in to make that. And I think I definitely don't appreciate that as much as I should. I don't think many people do. So I think, yeah, I think negativity in fashion is the worst fashion trend. That's, I think that's a really good answer. I, I've definitely yeah. been guilty of, of hating, um, or just, I guess, hating in general. Um, you know, I, I think that when I tend to get salty, it's on people almost following too closely to a trend. Um, sure, for sure. And, you know, I, I, and this is kind of a foray into my answer, but I, I really want to see people use fashion as a way to express themselves and not do what they're told is cool and and mm -hmm. find what you know and again what is currently popular and what is currently cool you can absolutely find awesome and and lean into that and yeah it's, it's cool for you a know, reason good for you yeah um but you know do you if you want to wear in my case couch and sweaters from the 1970s made by a woman named ethel that was my most recent buy go for it because that you know there's nothing cooler than than being passionate about something and this doesn't just stay in fashion right like this is what i've learned in college um and i i hope that if there's one thing that you take from this podcast it's that you take this don't be ashamed to geek out at something um oh, big time yeah i was really insecure going into college and i i really tried to be uh like cool or what i thought was cool um, I put a lot of other people down. Um, I, I, including myself, I was, I was really hard on myself and, you know, it, it led to, uh, me not being in a great place, but now, and this is the end of my junior year, but you know, most anybody I talk to, I will tell them about my, my love for Dungeons and Dragons, this podcast that I've started with my very good friend, John, um, the greenhouse that I'm going to build in my backyard, just like. Don't be afraid to, you know, express be your passions. Guys. Yeah, yeah. As um, long as they're they're helpful and good good passions. Yeah, don't don't be like, oh, I love killing people. Like, no, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. We do not we do not condone. <laughs> but yeah, no, guys. Um, I think John makes a really good point. I will say the worst fashion trend is um, hyper skinny everything. Um, I just think it promotes a unrealistic body standard, one, and two, it promotes eating disorders. Um, as, as a photographer and somebody who is very experienced in Photoshop, I know how much goes into a lot of these fashion shoots. Um, yeah, everything is edited. Like everything is edited. Life. Yeah. Like, even the stuff where they're like, oh, the models are natural. Look, they have cellulite. It's edited. Just nothing – like nobody's body that you see in in an in a issue of Vogue or even like modeling clothes on a website for the most part that's a little bit more lenient, but nothing is unedited, nothing is untouched. Mm -hmm. Even um, like lighting and things. There's lighting tricks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. We're throwing filters on our Fitbits. We're guilty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just please do not think that you have to look a certain way because a piece of clothing doesn't fit you um absolutely yeah like it, it's it's a really bad thing to to have an eating disorder as somebody who's had one um and if you want to talk my dms are always open um you know i wish i had somebody to chat to about this but 
for real guys just feel comfortable in your own skin um mm. don't feel pressured by by clothing or fashion or things that you see to look or feel a certain way if you want to do it um there is a healthy way to do it please do not do it by not eating or throwing up um but yeah just you know be healthy guys look look after yourselves we're a people positive podcast mm-hmm. a triple p if you will <laughs> for sure great way to end the meat and potatoes of this podcast thank you everyone for submitting a question we've had a lot of fun doing those questionnaire stories on instagram on sundays and then getting to answer all the questions when we record on monday evenings moving forward into our closing segments of the podcast Saul, do you have any hot takes this week or have we had some spicy takes in the questions that we can just take ownership of yeah, my spicy take was that I I don't think that the the skinny everything look. I, I was gonna yeah, go with I that. Think, I talked to I to Karsten about it, but yeah, yeah. The last question is kind of our at least my hot take as well. Mm-hmm. Just more positivity in the world of fashion, as I think sure. is important. Yeah, so. like some somebody's taking a risk to to wear. Well, not a risk, but like you know, John and I both own things that we are not one hundred percent comfortable wearing, mm-hmm. and it would be nice for for us for the community for just gas your friends up guys you know we're we're all in this together come join Absolutely. the discord get gassed on your fit picks and your new cops um, it's been really fun so far oh yeah like, for we've sure gotten to, gotten to talk with some new people and just get to know some some friends a little better it's been a ton of fun shout some out to the cord wicked some wicked pickups today too oh yeah craziness uh, yeah. but yeah come join come join the discord guys we'd love to chat Absolutely we would. So that's hot takes. Saul, it's time for what is perhaps your favorite segment of this week. It is uh, my favorite. It's uh it's one we know and love. Mm-hmm. We are, of course, I say this every week, we are an audio medium. Mm-hmm. So we must pay our respects to audio itself, meaning music. Saul, what's your song of the week? Okay, I want to do some song shout-outs before getting to my actual song. <laughs> and I will – excuse me. You're I will um, also use my shout-outs to plug our other um, playlist. Does that make Ooh, sense? Yeah, it does. Cool. Okay, so my shout-outs for this week um, are Comme des Garçons by Rina Sawayama. Uh, she released a new album, and it's this weird, like, funky – um dance track um that's kind of refi- reminiscent of fade by kanye west oh um, i like that, that like yeah and it, it's got like a bouncy heavy bass, bass yeah yeah cool um she's awesome um and uh all the girls want to ride by the jowja boys um <laughs> a fire song <laughs> it is the country, country rappers rap. the jowja boys <laughs> j-a-w-g-a boys the, Look them the up. first people that we wanted or that we've we've said that we wanted on the pod yeah they were the og guests or <laughs> want to be guests yeah despite like i don't like country music very much but judge boys are an exception oh yeah banger and then uh my final shout out is blue honey by lunar vacation um a band that was suggested to us by a very good friend of the pod by nathan bell um on instagram shout out uh, nathan but my song of the week oh and you will find all of those shout-outs on Pair of Kings' favorite songs, a more general playlist for songs that John and I are enjoying. However, my song of the week is Guinnesses by MF Doom. Ooh, all caps. Don't forget it. 
All caps. Um, it is off of his name. album mm, Food, which is a food-inspired or food-related like um, album. It's fire. He has done, oh, it's, it's great. Um, and I'm happy that you know him. Um, he has done albums about Aqua Team Hunger Force um, mm-hmm. and cartoons. Um, he is goofy. He is a very underground rapper who is not so underground anymore for, for people – uh, kind of finding out about him, but I, I honestly think he's one of the top five rappers of all time. MF uh, Doom has a Nike SB Dunk. Oh, <gasps> there's a Doom Dunk. Yep. Oh sh- and shoot. Okay. People in the comments, like if you see it on Instagram, get mad if you don't spell his name in all caps because yeah, I as mean, we all know. You spell all it in all caps. You say the name. Yes. Oh my God, these are sick. They yeah, are. Fire. Kylie Jenner wore them. Nine hundred dollars. Yeah. Never mind. They're they, trash. they were. They were. <laughs> They were like 300 before Kylie wore them. Huh. Interesting. Okay. It's the Jenner effect. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to MF Doom. Please come on the pod. We love you. Yeah. Um, yeah, John. Song of the week. Hit us. Okay. So I also have some shout outs, which Hit I me. will now add to the Pair of Kings favorite song playlist. Starting off, Build Me Up Buttercup by The Foundations. Ooh. All-time that classic. That has been my grandmother's ringtone on her phone for nine years in a row. Yo, shout out to your grandma. Shout out Davy. Huge shouts. Yeah. Moving forward, Pikachu by Young Lean. It is a single off of his upcoming album, Stars. He's released three singles, uh, Pikachu, Violence, and Boy Life in EU, which are all fire. I'm just going to plug Pikachu right now because I don't want to add them all. But I do love Young Lean. His work is excellent. Uh, but my my song of the week is another like throwback jam. This is kind of like, I think it's a song my parents were big into back when they were in college. It's Word Up by Cameo. Wow. Okay. If you're not familiar, you know, if you know me, you know I'm into like funky stuff. I'm always feeling, feeling the, the jive, the vibes. Word Up is just a banger. Okay. The song goes crazy. Really fun to dance to. It's just excellent, excellent work by Cameo. I don't know if they have any other hits or anything. I don't know if they're just known for that song, but it's a great song. I will have to check it out. Please do. And I can check it out on Spotify on the playlist, <laughs> Pair of King's Favorite Songs. We are aggressively plugging it this week. Woo! I think, yeah, we flowed well. We didn't have to do it all at the very end. Yeah. But John... Song of the week, the the one that gets added to the official Pair of Kings playlist. So we already did this. It was cam- it was the cameo song. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought <laughs> you were still doing shout outs. I'm so sorry. It's all good, man. That's funny. I did the exact same thing like two weeks ago and cut it out of the podcast because I was so embarrassed. Ah, it's okay. I, I'm I'm listen, I'm only human. I get excited when I listen to songs and I will not lie, you were recommending them and I was adding them to my own playlist. That's okay, um, man. Like my, I think my I, liked songs. I added my my song to the favorite songs playlist as well. So beautiful. Where <laughs> it's a Monday. Yeah. John. Saul. Our next segment, our penultimate segment, which means second to last. I learned that from mm-hmm. Lemony Snicket books. Nice. Is one that is recommended, created, theorized, conceptualized by a very good friend of the bod, bod. Pod, Sebastian. He and now we, every week, have a jack, which is whack, and an ace, 
which graced our feeds. Nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> John, can we get your best and worst release of the past week or maybe an upcoming release that you think is stellar or outlandishly terrible? <laughs> so I don't have anything that I think is outlandishly terrible. There's Oh, I do. I do. I know you do. Oh, I, you do. I do. You always I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it Daniel Arsham again? It is not Daniel Arsham. Okay. okay. Give the man a break. But um, <laughs> so I have two for my ace. Um, firstly, is the New Balance 327s that are coming out on the 9th. And secondly, is the Supreme Barber uh, Leopard Print Bucket Hat. I think those are combined some excellent releases. I mean, we're only on May 4th, but I think those are the best releases of the month so far. And uh, I'm excited for both of those. Yeah. But I'm excited to hear what you hate. So, Saul, let's hear your Jack of the Week. Uh, no, I'm going to start it out on the positive side. Oh, okay. Okay, drag us down. Yep. My ace graced by feed. I like it so much. It was released on the 1st, and I, I've been considering getting them. Hopefully they're not out by the time I, I go in and consider buying them. But they are the Double Taps New Balance 992s. Um, they're really I didn't cool. Even know those came out. Oh, they're really cool. They're like olive green. They're tan um, on the top a little bit, and they have a little splash of bright orange. Um, they're really cool. Those great. Um, yeah, I need to check those out ASAP. Yeah. Shout out to the Yale uh, School of Art Graphic Design Program where everybody wears 992s. It's like the shoe. It's like the go-to the uniform. Shoe. Um, I've seen more rare 992s in that building alone than I have anywhere else. <laughs> uh, my my, and I'll go off on a touch of a tangent, but my graphic design professor for my intro graphic design class, um, Julian Bittner, had 31 pairs of New Balance. Very, they weren't all 992s, but he had 31 pairs. Holy cow, that's awesome! <laughs> he's he's a fit god. He wears like vintage sweaters like khakis and then just crazy 992s um and other new balance sneakers however um that is my ace um i'm not sure how much they are um probably close to 200 if it's a 992 and a collab i was gonna guess 160 but yeah that sounds about right usually the 990 Um, series is pretty expensive and then if you add a collab on top that's usually an extra like 20 30 dollars oh that's fair um however my Jack, which is whack, is womp, the womp. off-white ODSY 1000. Oh, the spiky boys? The, I, it is gross. It is so nasty. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, we just talked about positivity. There goes that. It looks like you threw seven or eight cool shoes into a blender. Pour them, even pour them all shoe. out. No. Poured them all out. And you know how when you make a soup, you have to strain it and you get yeah. left with all of the fruit pulp? <laughs> this is the fruit pulp. This is not the cool the cool soup that you want to eat. This is the shitty fruit pulp. They, uh, oh, no. I just – I don't know how you would wear them. They're like nine colors. They have the off-white tape on the back. They have like spiky bottoms, which are like almost ripped from like Dark Shadow Ramones, which I know it's not 
that but like this is just what i'm thinking when i look at them <laughs> they've got like the bendy logo they've got turquoise plastic they've got a zip tie on the right shoe i just don't understand it and then on top of all of this they're six hundred dollars they're six hundred i don't think anyone pays retail for them though i okay if you're paying retail and i'm saying this right now you're dumb please uh -oh. just wait and f wait for the price to go out, go down if you really like these and you can pull these off i will worship you as a fit god because that is sick. If you pull I think these you off, just wear them with like a shoe. You don't wear them with like a jogger or something. You want them to be like partially covered up because then you see the shoe and it's like, what? what's on your foot? And it's like a mystery because you want pants that like go over the shoes. It also helps yeah. with just covering them up. Yeah, just cover the shoes. <laughs> no, it's just – Wear some big old it's, pants. It's too many things at once. Um, yeah, I know what sneakers you're talking about. They're, they're pretty nuts. Um, I don't – absolutely hate them but i can't think of how i'd wear them yeah like the black ones are a little less egregious just because like, there's not like seven colors going on that's like teal and green like a yeah navy or uh army green i thought those were cool i still don't like them because they're off white but i know there, there are ones that are less egregious and i'll ones say it's that I very original like. silhouette yeah I, i'll give them that it's original I've never seen anything else like that yep oh. So, Verge, if you're listening, send us a couple pairs, man. I wear a 12 and a half. <laughs> Spots the pod after I've ripped on you for every single episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll get Saul. Saul, everyone has a price. We'll get Saul to love you. <laughs> oh. So, Saul, we've yes. talked about a lot of things. We've talked about some happy things. We've talked about some angry things. We've talked about some funny things. Let's talk about some future things. Let's hear someone who you would like to come on the podcast as a guest of the week. Okay. So we mentioned this, I believe, last week on Tuesday um, uh, when I was talking about – oh, God, I'm blanking on her name. Um, the talk that I went to of the woman – oh, my goodness. She was in Snowpiercer. Oh, my God. This um, one's on you. God dang it. Uh, quick, go listen to the last podcast. Quick, yeah. Tilda Swinton, thank you. God, I'm just like banging my head until it came out. It's 9.30, we're tired. It's past yeah. our bedtimes. Tilda Swinton mentioned that she had been watching uh, Studio Ghibli movies, um, oh. especially Kiki's Delivery Service. And it got me thinking, if I could interview one person, get this person on the pod, it would be Hayao Miyazaki. Um, I was hoping you were going to say that. He is I the co-founder so of Studio Ghibli. He he dresses really well, too. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like we could spin it into a fashion thing. Um, he's, like, always kind of rocking, like, a suit or, like, a cool apron or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He always looks cool. Yeah. Effortless, um, effortlessly cool, too. Like, Oh, my God. I just feel like if we interviewed him, he'd draw us. And that's not the main oh, reason I'd want to. But could you imagine? Insane. I oh. cannot. I truly cannot imagine being a Studio Ghibli character. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy either. We we got to get to like 50k before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a cloud thing. I think it's a just we're not good enough yet. We need to complete jump training. That is true. We need yeah, to we need to. Here's the thing. Ready? Watch this transition. Every time I hear jump training, I think of Shonen Jump. Whoa! Once I complete jump training. And destroy Shonen Jump. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> then and only then will you be worthy well, yeah speak exactly yeah what about you john you have a dream guest of the week um i just think an interesting one i don't know if you're familiar with his work uh he's a guy named imran potato he's on instagram at imran potato i think maybe there's an his underscore. Last, his, his last name is potato I think he just – I don't know if he's legally changed it, but I know he goes by that moniker. Okay, cool. And he's kind of just – his job is doing whatever he wants. Um, he makes clothes and he's been cease and desisted probably about a million times. He uses a lot of logos he probably shouldn't use. <laughs> but he does everything in a really creative manner that in my opinion doesn't feel like a ripoff because you can tell it's his. Uh, for example, the most recent thing he did is he got a bunch of the Yeezy foam runners. He like contacted the factory and did them in like pink camo, like pink real tree camo with leaves mm -hmm. on them. And they're like so egregious. And he did another one with uh, Louis Vuitton monogram without the LV logo. So like the flower symbols, stuff like yep. that. And he just he just put those out on his website, which is like themed after ebay in 2003 so he's just a really interesting person uh, i think he'd be a cool cool guy to talk to and get to know um and he actually went to school at the university of michigan which is my oh. rival university but shout out to u of m for harboring such an excellent mind so imran that's, if you're listening yeah. come on the pod that's pretty dope i see in one of his fit pics he's wearing the 2001 a space odyssey overcoat which yep. uh, i have a piece from that collection fire Shout out uh, not currently in my possession oh <laughs> yeah maybe uh maybe we'll need to get that one back maybe I'll live on the pod no not live <laughs> no 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 at 1200 followers <laughs> god no please do not make me do that no we don't need a meltdown on this podcast from me because i'd be so sad oh god i've come i've come close um a couple we've times had our, we've had our moments <laughs> it's all good john like we said we're a people positive podcast we are a people positive podcast and talking about people positivity um guys we'd love to hear from you whether it be criticism constructive criticism hate mail love mail um haikus um sonnets uh ABAB, uh poem schemes uh, slam poetry, um, diss tracks, uh, your half of a rap battle, uh, a beat, whatever it may be, whatever creative avenue you'd like to take, jump or into our DM, DM us. Or just DM us. Uh, whatever works, might be yeah. easiest for you. Um, mm -hmm. We love to hear from you. Um, we love talking with you guys. We love conversing. We now have a Discord. Um, if you're interested in that, um, I'm sure we'll put it. Yeah, I'll put it on the story, or somebody will put it on the story um, a couple of times along with our playlist. Um, and yeah, uh, just interact with us, guys. If you know, um, this is a community. Um, we are very much interested and and completely enamored with the fact that we have people um, who tune into us every week and and it's crazy. You know, give you know two hours of their time every week to to spend with us. Um, to these goofy boys. Yeah, listen to these goofy boys talk about you know Japanese denim and and clothes that they're passionate about. Um, it, it really does mean a lot. Um, this might be the closest I've gotten to tearing up this episode, <laughs> but it, yeah, it means a ton guys. Um, reach out, 
connect with us. Um, if you just want to chat, if you want advice, if you want, I don't know, feedback on something that you're thinking about buying, um, if you just want to say hello, whatever it may be, um, drop Let us a message. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Great way, great way to finish that up. Um, before we go, I've been promising one friend a shout out <gasps> for like a really long time. Hit us. <laughs> um, my friend, Carolyn, uh, she's Big listener Steve? of the podcast. So Carol, you're finally getting your shout out. Thank you. And, uh, I hope your Animal Crossing Island is doing well. Oh, do you know what her name is? The Animal Crossing Island name? Uh, I don't. I can't remember. But I hope the island's doing great, Carol. And you finally got your shout out if you listen this far in the episode. Saul, yeah. you want to take us out? I would love to. Uh, as always, I'm Saul Thompson, joined by my lovely co-host, a guy that I love very much, John Hogaboom. Aww. As always, this has been Pair of Kings, where bi-weekly, we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. Have a great Tuesday.